online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. That was Led Zeppelin with Black. I am here live. This is actually happening now. If you want to send us an email, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk or you can text us 88291 or you can give us a bell 0500 288291. Give us a ring. You can actually talk to us right now. By us, I mean, well, you might have heard some Hello. wheezing and coughing in the background. That's a confident little outburst for an unintroduced fella. That's Matt Morgan. He's in charge of any switch that needs to be switched on or all for a leave and an aid scout and he's generally in charge of it. Are you all right today, Matthew? Yes, thanks for asking, Muscle. Is that because you've been doing exercise and it's made you feel upbeat? Done some exercise, went to the gym for an hour and a half, then went for a bike Is that a ride. lifestyle choice? I'm not a homosexual, <laughs> if that's what you mean. <laughs> But I am going through a few issues. <laughs> yeah, I've been down that gym that you go to now. And, uh, Why are you saying that so threatening that like you watched me through a window? I which think. you did this week when I was having a meal <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> Went for a meal yeah. with our agent, sat there having dinner. I, I saw know. you earlier in the restaurant. <laughs> I watched you for five minutes from outside. I wanted oh, to know what's going on. I thought, I wonder what they're like. When I'm, sometimes you might wonder if people are being upfront and honest with you. Well, here's a trick. Go and watch them when they don't know. <laughs> See if they're exactly as they claim to be and if they ain't by jingo you better put the mockers on that friendship why are you dressed as a tree because i didn't want myself to be discovered in the act all right i needed a bit of foliage a bit of subterfuge were taking place you and nick linen our agent were sat there talking to each other for all the world like a couple <laughs> of pursuit lovers like chris christopherson and chuck norris <laughs> about to snog each other over a thai meal in tiktok Thai, a lovely Thai restaurant that you might like to go to in Hampstead, near where I live. Now, um, Matthew, would you be so kind as to pass me a copy of the newspaper we know as The Sun, which we have a curious relationship with, sometimes loving, sometimes yes, loathing. Well, my news agent now. Uh, well, I don't think you would ever rise to those heights, Matthew, because you wouldn't be trustworthy with a pornography. You'd be right for it. I wouldn't have pornography it. if I was a news well, agent. Why not? That's a big so market. It would make your job difficult. You wouldn't be able to relax. No, I would relax with the pornography, because you you're not doing anything wrong, you're just stocking it. When you're buying yeah, pornography... Would, you wouldn't be able to just think, oh, OK, I'm going to get a job. You'd go into work, you would just, you'd just look at porn. No, you wouldn't. You would just stand there, you'd think, I'm going to make this the best damn news agents I can. Because imagine if you're buying porn, and I've not done it for a while, but when you buy porn, you're the embarrassed one. So you can't then also be the embarrassed one when you're the one selling porn. Although I do find, like, in life in general, I am the one that's getting shafted. Like, for example, when I'm buying a house... Well, you've done those magazines. <laughs> I think it's just, like, passive about my nature. <laughs> People just see... I flick through, and I'm in a great mood, and then suddenly there I am, drugged in an Alley. <laughs> Matthew, please do not attack the pornography industry. Their working standards are sky high. Sorry if we insulted anyone who works in the world of porn, you oh, dirty stop worrying devils. About treading on people's toes. I will worry, as, as I did in the porn industry. I was trodden a fella's foot <laughs> once. It cost us an hour's working. He deflated. So, yeah, listen to this in the uh, Sun newspaper, right, today. It's just <clears> a little <throat> thing, but it, you know how I get worried about stuff, and I'm not attacking the Sun in any way. It's their job to report the news. But I write, when I moved into my new house, I needed parking permits, because, right, I don't own a car, so I don't have a resident... Like, you know, if you live in a house, you get a resident parking permit for your car, Just right? get one. 
yeah, you can have you can park your car whenever you like. Right, but I don't have a car, so there's no requirement for that. But I do need the visitors' parking permits. So I got Marsha, um, my assistant, goes, I'll write a letter to the neighbours, pop it round, try and get some visitors' parking permits because it's really difficult to get hold of them. It's like trying to score some sort of rhino horn or something. It's not easy to get hold of, right? And I'm not suggesting for a moment that people, you know, that rhino horn should be more readily you're available. Such an apologetic. I'm, I just worried about the rhino. <laughs> There's a rhino listening. <laughs> Please don't be offended. You're a lovely little guy. I see you. You've got that thing on your nose. You're all grey and livery. I tried out of hair, isn't it? Matthew's I don't know. Hair. Listen, it's not my problem, Matt. As long as the guys are happy, I'm right behind them 100%. So, like, it goes, write a nice letter asking the neighbours politely for a parking permit. For I know it, the Am and I newspaper where I live, like, sort of, I phoned up, asked for a quote. Matthew, don't play with your phone when I'm on the radio. What's wrong off. with you? He's doing that snakes game. It's the only thing that keeps him happy these days. He's in fits of tears when he's not distracted. Right, so it's on the front page of a local newspaper, Am and I, saying, oh, Russell Brand, like, Sorry, you know... Sorry, is that Ham and High? Hampstead and Highgate. Am and I! Am and I! Am and I! <laughs> yeah, that's like some sort of jewel. <laughs> am and I. Would you like an Am and I? I seized it from someone's nether regions in an undergrowth. Here, your tunnel program's never going to happen. I need lay by to... Don't say that. I will say it because we've got news on that tunnel program and Noel Gallagher will be on the show later on under the proviso that we bother to ring him and he picks up his phone. I'll ring him in it. Check. We should have another guest as well. Let's try and get two guests in. Come on! Let's shape up! Let's show the world we means business! So anyway, I'm upset about this parking permit thing. It was in my local newspaper. Now it's in, like, <coughs> so uh, the sun. Assistant sent out letters to the people Just around you. It politely saying, if you've got any parking permits, would you mind, could we buy them off you? Because they're like, you Is know, that 50 all it says? an hour. Might also have said... I'm better than you, so give them, <laughs> give them to me at once. No, it didn't say anything. It was really in not... Well, I didn't write it, so I don't know. But, like, I imagine that Marsha would have written well, a that's fairly first polite... Insult. What do you mean? My client is a neighbour of yours. <laughs> it's not very nice, is it? You yeah, should but it was write written it. in the first person. It didn't you say... You should go around with some stuff you've baked. I don't bake stuff. The only thing I know how to cook is heroin. Um, they'd fold at the first touch. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Don't do it anymore, do I? So, uh, yeah. So she sent that letter, and now there's all this rhubarb uh, in the paper, because I think one of my neighbours, and now God knows I'll find out who. I'll find out Jamie which neighbour. It might be Jamie Oliver. I doubt it. Jamie Oliver is a lovely fella. So, like, but one of them sent... Uh, Gave the, that letter to the M and I, so it was in the local paper. Now it's in the Sun, and here's the what it says: Russell Brand is begging neighbours for spare parking permits. I didn't beg. True so far. Requested, not begging. It's not begging. The verb to beg in first. Please. But the noun begging letter. But yeah, but that, that, but that, but begging. Not all letters are begging letters. There must be such a thing as a request letter, a politely request letter, or an invitation. What about the blind beggar where George Cornell got done by Ronnie Clay? I went past it a day, and that pub is doing much better than the pub over the road to it, the White Horse, because people think, hmm, there's some murder in there. I should drink my cider and think about murder. No bullet mark on the wall. There's not a bullet mark on the wall. That's outside a pub in Hampstead, actually, where Ruth Ellis, the last woman to be hanged in Britain, done a murder. They've left the what bullet are hole you, there. Some sort of dirty I know about murder fan. <laughs> I can't get enough dirty murders. If there's been a dirty murder, I most likely just hang around, thumbing the holes in the wall, sniffing it, and thinking about Hello, what officer. might have been. <laughs> They're putting that tape up, are you? Can I have a bit. 
Cough bear that type for my bedroom. Do you want a biscuit? <laughs> right, Russell Brand is begging, not begging, but requesting neighbours for spare parking permits because he has so many female visitors. It's mostly not that. He is offering cash or signed photos in exchange for them. Oh, that's the Russell. bit I find most offensive. I didn't try and use a photo of me. Why, that's almost a $50 bill, is it not? I never did that. I don't. What think... did the letter say? What was the incentive? The incentive just will pay you for it, please. You know, and it was just polite, neighbourly gesture. You know, it wasn't like I didn't start swaggering around with my nuts out. He's offering cash, blah, blah, blah. He wrote to neighbours in Hampstead, North London, begging. That's the second time we've heard the word begging for help. He said, I'm desperate for more permits and would eagerly buy any you feel you will not use. When contacted about the letters, Brand confessed, I'm living in a grim half-life, chatting to people through car windows and curtailing my afternoon liaisons. I did say that for a what bit of a joke. What does that mean? Why what? are you talking to him through car windows? Well, just saying like, that people can't park. That's like, That was the inference of that. Right. You know. So I, people can't park, they just have to... How do you do your liaisons through a window? Well, you just have to just use the sort of an open window as a kind of gloriel. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, yeah. I suppose that is how you'd use it. Uh, one neighbour said of the letter, Things like this go down like a lead balloon around here. The inference was, I'm famous, my needs are more important than yours. I don't think that was. It was just a request. Oh. Wasn't it? How did they? How are they so perceptive from just that? <laughs> it's incredible, really, because it wasn't even in my handwriting. They've still managed to get right to the nub. Camden Council said Brand was not breaking the law buying permits, but it was against the spirit of the parking scheme. Oh, Never yeah, deny right. the spirit of a parking scheme. Come on, we've got a lovely scheme. Don't spoil it, for Christ's sake. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, that's ridiculous, ain't it? And a little bit... Uh... I bet that's... It's now going to be... Much, people are going to park outside your house now. Now you've done that, mate. I don't even have a car. Like, so why can't they think, well, you know, like if I had a car, there would constantly be a car there, right? And that, that car's never there. I mean, I don't want to go on about Yeah, but it's surely the visitor's parking permit, mm. it wouldn't be your car. Exactly, it wouldn't be, but it's just it's still what I'm saying is because I don't have a car, that that's oh, you have to register which I'd be entitled car? to. You yeah, you would. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there's no loophole. I mean, God knows I've tried. I've tried lying. I've tried it all, Matthew. I've Why don't you up. just start a park and ride scheme? Park and ride? Yeah. How will it work? They park somewhere else. You have a little minibus, which is, <laughs> which is your vehicle, driven by someone. Park and ride. And you bring them park to your and house. ride. We're operating with a scheme with loads of pride. Hop on the bus, come and see us. You don't need a ticket. I will help you pick it. Orgasms for free on the bus with me. Yeah, get That's that piano sort of back thing in that here. The neighbours would appreciate you going around doing would. that. I'm wearing a lovely hat. I'm driving busloads of dolly birds <laughs> round Hampstead, all blowing off and coughing up syphilis out a fan window. There you go. That's what we'll create in Hampstead. No, we won't. Dear Russell, Matt and G, Mr G, our poet laureate's here. He'll be doing a poem later in the show to summarise what goes on. How does he do it? How does he do it? I was at Chelsea Theatre last night, says Greg. He goes, I said to my wife, that front, that bloke in the front is balder than I am. It transpires it was Paul McKenna. I think that uh, I'm related to him distantly. My nan said that, but she's dead now, so she can't confirm it. I was going to go and say hello to him afterwards, but he ran away before I could come up to him and start a conversation. <clears throat> Just as well he got away, because I think it may have been awkward. Please pass on my regards to him. Okay, well, we will do that. Paul, Paul McKenna does not run. Paul McKenna glides. 
Hello, I'm Paul McKenna. I can help you change your life in seven days <laughs> in many ways. That's my Paul McKenna way. I really like Paul McKenna quite a lot. We went, we see him again, didn't we? We saw him in Los Angeles. We see him again in London. He come and see, uh, we were doing a run through of our new TV show. That will be on Channel 4 in October. It's called Russell Brand's Ponderland. Do watch out for it. Um, Paul McKenna's really funny because like at the end of, if you go out with Paul McKenna, he sort of brainwashes you during the evening into <laughs> uh, like, mate, like confirming that you've enjoyed the evening. Hello, we've had a lovely evening so far. Do you remember when the starters came? What a laugh that was. Then we had a glass <laughs> of rosé wine. It's been brilliant. I'm Paul McKenna. Good night. He keeps sort of like brainwashing you, doesn't he? Into yeah. like in the evening. Which it was a lovely it evening. It was lovely. It wasn't like he was trying to cover up something like slappiness or something. Oh no, there was nothing like, you know, it wasn't like Paul McKenna had, had actually been sick on the table and table. <laughs> That's because <laughs> someone passed me a bit of information that said no phone call and really frightening letters. <laughs> Just because a ten-year-old boy put that bloody camera on me. What are you doing? I'm sorry, it's not on you. Someone's moving. Well, I can't see how you can get it more on me by moving it away from me. You, you can have a look at the webcam now. You will be able to see the carpet upon which I stand if you choose. Because Mikey, that Scottish nit, can't understand basic angles. If Pythagoras was still alive, he'd probably get Mikey grip him by his throat, and I don't know. Probably see what kind of a man Mikey really is, and I imagine he'd find out passive would be the answer. So um, yeah, Paul McKenna. He's a lot of fun, isn't he? He certainly is. We enjoy him enormously. Like I just like I do like to be brainwashed by a man during an evening. You know, get your brain Sounds rinsed nice, out. Doesn't it? Brainwash. I don't like brainchild though as a phrase. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's my. That's, that's your my brainchild. brainchild. Ugh, what a horrible little top, Ugh. all of its brain emerging out of its no, skull. I see a brain with legs. With little short trousers on and socks. Yeah. And then holding a lollipop, going, "Take me to the." I want to see how many species of mammals I can count. Because it's clever. <laughs> it's a little brainchild. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. What else do you not like? Get my creative juices flowing. Yeah, I don't like that. Ooh. And people going, oh, can I pick your brains? No, you can't pick it with your talents. Who do you think I am? Prometheus. Oh, yeah, we're referencing some hardcore things. You always reference it. No. Prometheus stole fire from the gods. <laughs> We're teaching Do you know anything people. More about that? Yep, he got trained up onto a cliff, and every night Eagle pecked his gutty wats out. Then his gutty wats grew back, and then the Eagle come the next night and pecked it out again. Which is pretty much how I live my life. I do a nice what show, a do a nice performance. Next day, get my guts pecked out by one of the band, the Eagles, at a little place we call the Hotel California, which is where we meet each other, massage each other, then we leave there, floods of tears, but still holding hands. That's me and the Eagles for you. Why don't you let us know what kind of phrases or linguistic ticks make you? feel right brand off like you know <laughs> matt don't like uh what do you don't like uh what's the other ones you don't like creative juices um, flowing I, I don't like brain child pick your brains think of things like that go oh i don't like that phrase that phrase conjures up a horrible image why don't you think of one send it to us you can give us a ring on 0500 288 291 or you can text us 88291 or you can email me russell.brandbbc.com now, them last sounds were not proper sounds, but if you know what sounds are supposed to sound like, you can work it out. There was a lad in his bedroom, I believe he's called Alex in Brighton, he's 10 years old, he's just called to say simply, hello. Alex, hello, right back to you, you lovely fella. Keep up the good work, being 10 is one of the best things you can be in the whole world. Dear Mr Brand, says Sylvia Williams, Mrs. 
A few weeks ago, I had good cause to go to bed early on a Saturday evening, so armed with a hot chocolate, a good book, and medication, dirty cow, I snuggled down <laughs> in my bed and turned on the radio. Imagine my reaction when I heard you and your minions, they're not minions, we're all equals, laughing, giggling, and thoroughly enjoying yourselves during your broadcast. As a 58-year-old, well-educated lady, oh dear, you cannot begin to know how I felt listening to you. What does that mean? I was dumbstruck, to say the least. I laughed until I cried when you sent someone off to collect a goldfish needing to be rehomed. This that was some time, time ago. ago. I don't know why this email's only just got through. Probably because, you know, <laughs> old Sylvia, she keeps going on how old she is at 58. She probably don't know what the interweb means. But I don't think 58's that old. Run a quick list in your head of 58-year-old people that you wouldn't mind a bit of... <laughs> With and you'll see it's quite long. Honor Blackman, Who? Pele. That's <laughs> just two people. Pele. Oh, <laughs> Pele. How old's Pele? I don't care how old he is because I'd, you know. He's Pele. Don't have a go at Pele, mate. He's live and So kicking. he's probably dead. That's not having a go at him. It is. My, oh, right. It's not having a go at someone to say they're oh, probably what, you're saying dead. dead. Being dead is bad, are yes, you? Yes, I am saying it's bad. Imagine it. Lying there in a coffin, worms slivering in and out of your bot bot. Please, please. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that's what they'll do, Matt. Worms are no respecter of the bodily orifices of the dead. They do what they fancy. That's their nature. I was dumbstruck, she says. I now make sure I go to bed at 10pm every Saturday night and have even refused invites to parties the cinema, etc., so I don't miss your show. What a breath of fresh air you are. You wouldn't say that if you was in this studio. Your laughter is infectious and should be available as a medical cure on the NHS. Please stay funny and clever and charming, just as you are today. Yours sincerely, Sylvia Williams, Monmouthshire, South Wales. P.S. Whilst visiting my sister in Southampton a fortnight ago, I noticed she had a copy of your book on her bedside table, and she is older than I. I like the older than I. You lovely posh yeah, so older got a woman. Of your book, since it's, it's not out yet. Which oh, obviously means the uh... unofficial one. The unofficial one. Wait for the proper bookie book that'll be out soon. Turn your phone off, Russell. Why the hell is my phone on? Why don't you get a new texting? phone? Hold on a minute. This is from T Tim Lovejoy. I'm with Jack, and he says you did a gig. Oh right, Tim Lovejoy seems to be irritated that we didn't invite him to a gig. How dare he? He just it's called me the W word, Tim Lovejoy, off of formerly off of uh, Soccer AM, which he's left in a bonkers decision. <laughs> Let's have a talk to him now. This is Tim Lovejoy. Lovejoy, why on earth would you send me such an offensive message? You're on Radio Two live, Tim. Tim. Tim Lovejoy, yes. you're on Radio 2 Live, are you alright? No, no. Well, okay, thank you. What kind of life are you living, Tim? Get rid of Tim, him. we've got to go. Love you, bye! There goes Tim I Lovejoy. I can't hear you. I'm drowning in a sea of symbols. <laughs> Why would Tim Lovejoy spend his time surrounded by symbols in that fashion? Now, I really like that letter from that... Um, I'll silence the phone, we don't want... Any more people troubling us get trying to phone. concentrate. I will get a new phone. I don't like to be caught up in consumerism. You know me, I'm an outsider. <laughs> um, so uh, I like it, that lady laying in bed. Because yeah. she'll be listening to us now laying in but bed. But why she go to bed at ten? So mm. she... Hey, she misses the first hour. But unless she listens to it. She's probably not even listening to this bit. I've just wasted time trying to chat up with a, frankly, elderly woman who couldn't care less about <laughs> the first hour of our broadcast. No, I think she probably listens to it, and then in, mm. the, you know, in the news, she gets her cocoa ready. Right. And her medication. Mm -hmm. 
And then the next hour is all bonkers. <laughs> she drops a little, a few little opium pills. The last hour just sails by. We've got quite a lot of things to clear up from last week. Remember, of course, that we pitched Matt Morgan's Tunnel Vision show. Matt, uh, who is the co-host of this radio show, thinks he wants to go down tunnels and do a programme. So I called up Baz Bazaljet, uh, who owns Endemol, or I don't know, he's in charge of it or something. I don't know the legality. And uh, left a message, but I forgot to when i did it on last week's show i just left a i just left a message so like going, hey you've got to hear this we've got a brilliant idea about tunnels it's matt morgan he's gonna go down tunnel right and baz basiljet didn't know that it was part of a radio broadcast <laughs> they just thought that i'd gone mad and left a big long enthusiastic message about someone that i imagine he's never heard of wanting to do a oh, tunnel program. <laughs> he was very polite he's very about high it. up in the media yeah that's true it's sure to have reached him so um yeah he, but then he sent back a message saying well yes okay well perhaps you'd like to speak to one of my colleagues so we probably will call up uh, baz a little bit later and one of his colleagues try and pitch this tunnel show it's never going to work because you haven't taken it, it seriously oh, i am taking it seriously i think it'd be really good fun if you had to <laughs> shout about tunnels but i really want to be in a position of vague authority so i could like constantly just ruin it a little bit for you just ruin how it's going the old tunnel show go come on matt you've got to do this one in leggings luminous oh, ones oh, no he said he wanted to be locked down there just <laughs> we just seal this one off seal him down that tunnel for a while he said he'd like to be a mole person for a while. Who's this person drifting around here in our corridors? We are live now, so if you want to call us, you can do. We know better than to let attractive people wander into our studio. Mikey, grab that person. We've got territorial rights. Um, right, now remember, of course, we've got to get Gordon Brown to agree to let us do what the hell we like of our country as part of the revolution. Now, someone here has quite rightly pointed this out. The person is, what's his name? Uh, blah, 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 Police Academy and Revolution. Ross Gurdin. Ross Gurdin says, Mr. Brand, I've noticed over these past few weeks that your revolution, in inverted commas, seems to be comprised of three key elements. One, people calling in and saying, can I be in the revolution? To which you <laughs> reply, yes. <laughs> Two, people suggesting that people commit a fairly innocuous deed, such as writing a message <laughs> in an exam paper. I didn't suggest that. Someone else suggested that. You jumped on it. Uh, three, you hypothesise ways of controlling the population. That's a good idea. I feel your revolution should either evolve or be ended before it stagnates and good. the I'm so with this person. Matt should be cautious. He is in many ways the Trotsky to your Stalin. Hmm, Stalin, eh? He had all sorts of delicious power. Um, all right, we must evolve the revolution, but the main thing is just getting a groundswell of support, Ross. I mean, I do appreciate that we have not done much political theorising. That's because mostly I'm, I'm drunk and have not really thought about how we would administrate a new global order based on egalitarianism and a, a lack of currency and everything. It's going to be tricky, but that don't mean we shouldn't try. Remember, I am surrounded by all sorts of dead clever people. John Rogers, for example, is a political whiz kid. He's going to help design all sorts of things. Matt is bright as a bun, and G can write a poem quick as you like. So, you know, that's going to be a lovely poetic revolution. What will happen about visitors parking? Visitors parking. People that deny me visitors parking tickets after the revolution will, I, th I think they should have to like wear Buffalo Bills type costumes made out of skin and just sort of all do like a talent show. Like, you know, there's got to be some sort of embarrassing punishment for him. Here's what I'm basically saying. It's not going to be easy. I hate the phrase, says Smalley, I hate the phrase, pull your pants up. Ever since I took it literally a couple of years what? ago, much the enjoyment of my whole class That's at school, says Helen Smalley. Pull your pants up. Pull your socks up. 
Pull your pants up. You don't say, pull your pants up, it's just an order. That person's got a problem. <laughs> That's I hate a request. that phrase. You know, I was stood in my schoolroom <laughs> with my pants down. And, and to tell you the truth, I'd left school several years previously, <laughs> but I popped back for a visit to see how low the sinks looked. And, you know, people kept saying, pull your pants up. Yeah, that is not a maxim People don't say that. They say, pull your socks up. Pull oh, your socks up. Guts for garters. Oh, I'll have your guts for garters. That Disgusting. would not look sexy, would it? We've talked about this all before, haven't we? No, we haven't. You always ones. wanted to, but we never let you. No, we did. Right, it's so... It's one uh, of your blackouts. I hate the word feisty, says Heather, as it's only ever used to describe women and old people. Feisty. Hmm. Is it feisty? Hmm, yeah, maybe it is, Heather. Maybe... There are words that are only... The pointless little cul-de-sac words that are only now used in one context. Hmm. My... Yes. What, like, what, what? Girth. Girth. Oh, yeah, it's a winky word, isn't it? Girth. You never hear that. Yeah. Also... Rump. Romp, yeah. It was a romp in a love nest. It created a tot. There was a tot done out of a love nest because of a romp. Billowed brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, the tabloid sort of, yeah, the slang kind of, yeah, it's quite, it is a very isolated vernacular and limited. My most hated phrase is, it's on the, it's on the lips when wanting a whoopsie, says Rob of Norfolk. Ugh. I've never heard no that, No ever said that, Rob. Rob! Why have you turned our radio show into a dirty ass of shame? On your lips. I'm throwing that one right away. I'm so sorry that happened. This is from Grace Bam. Hi, Russ, Matt and G. I hate the expression, keep your eyes peeled. I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can meet you, wink, wink. I actually love you, says Grace. Well, thank you very much, Grace. That's very kind of you. And by the skin of your teeth. Yeah, because there should not be any on it. And if there is a film of skin over your teeth, give them a rub. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> rub that scum right off your gnashes that's my advice to you so um right okay we'll call up noel gallagher later we'll call up some other people as well keep sending us these daft things they seem to be quite interesting to me i quite like them Are you interested I'm in the little the old the item you just said i ain't belittling keep sending us these daft things do what you like if you wanna bother them all <laughs> <laughs> no yeah do it's good it's working well russell.brand bbc.co.uk 88291 i've because i now know that the number is 88 to 91 like 88 mm. to 91 fm i find it really confusing yes he's a fascinating man <laughs> i really am that's why i've got this lovely show <laughs> jeffrey lewis the east river russell brand radio 2 we're live tonight so give us a bell if you want do you like really uh, i like that song that called jeffrey lewis i, I like nice. him he's nice and he's melodic he's a sort of modern folk singer type of fella but uh the artist lad in my year well there was, was even the opinion was divided <laughs> some said it was jamie dawkins i said it was jeff lewis so do you think you, know, you live in the past slightly no no i don't Here's, i think uh, a song from Fat Sam, the musical. <laughs> now, on to news now. Who's the hardest kid in my school? Well, well, a lot of people say it's Jamie Dawkins because of his superior. Juicy uh, right. results out on Monday. <laughs> Watch Fingers crossed, everyone. Okay, could go either way. But I mean, I did well on the coursework, but the exams, <laughs> that's where the real pressure starts. Hi, Russell. Dan here, listening and suffering in the heat near Alicante. Spain. Nice show. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Well read. <laughs> well, listen, I read what was there, mate. Stop. Hello, stop. <laughs> what is all this stop? Hi, Russell and Matt. I hate the phrase push the envelope. I don't get it. Well, I think what it is, is like, say you'd wrote a letter to someone going, F you, I'm going to kill you or something like that. And then you sort of pushed it through their letterbox. Through one of your neighbour's letterbox. Maybe. Oh, gonna give, me my, give me my parking permit. F you. <laughs> or you might find a lot of little nappies on your doorstep. You might find your cat gets his tummy shaved. <laughs> well, why not? You could see its nipples. Right? So the push the envelope means you push 
push that a letter with some sort of expletives and threats and you let it nearly through the letterbox, you push that envelope and then you think, that's oh, God, that is it. it is. Push the envelope. No. What do you think it is? It's probably something to do is with... Is that? Like... Push the envelope. Or you push the envelope as far as you can without actually letting go of the envelope because once you've let go of the envelope, and then the thing is, is posted. Is this what you think? No, this is actually the truth. How the objective do you know truth. This? Because a guy came down from a crowd He called himself McJesus He said, go spread my magic word I think you'll find it'll please us He said, you too could be like me To send my message, set the people free Then all that stuff and crosses and that Be like me, McJesus There you go, so don't send your children to drama school <laughs> Send them along, missus Because they'll come back bright as buttons And twice as obnoxious Push as a envelope. That's what it means, prove right Right, other people in world, back me on this rhubarb. Back me right up. Cheers, says Emma, anyway. Come on, Russell. What time is the revolution kicking off? I've been sat in my coat on for ages. Ed, uh, P.S., do you want me to make some sandwiches? We do the revolution, we've got a bit more power. We need a lot of ground, because it's going to be hard. starting to mock your revolution, because it hasn't gone anywhere. I tell you what, it has done, because we've got a lovely groundswell movement. People are interested. It's going to be difficult, Max. We're going to have to do... And the racks and sandwiches. It's a global You're revolution. Joking. We're going to have to overthrow the American government. We're going to have to disband the CIA. We're going to have to get rid of Islam. There's a lot to be done. So, you know, it's going to be quite tricky. So let's not push it yet till we're absolutely sure we've got enough people for a right big fight <laughs> Everyone else in the world. He even says in the Bible, 50% of people, they're finished. I really What are hate... you going on about? Hmm? Revolution. This oh. is from Chrissy. I really hate act your age and not your shoe size. It annoys me so much. Well, yeah, especially now shoe size has gone all Euro and it's like 43. Yeah, I'm 42 or something. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It makes it do very you know tricky. I mean? Harry Potter. Harry Potter! Harry Potter! 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 <laughs> Why are you all excited about it? You're just a little wizard. <laughs> Anyone that you could... I bet you'll be in one of them I films. I will be. Is, is that the last film now? No. There better be another one for me. Harry Potter! <laughs> Hi, Russell. you've got to do now to be a British actor. Just go Harry Potter. That's you all that's required. Go on, go on, do your best it. one. No, right, but really try. Right, this is... Remember that? Don't do it into the microphone because it hurts a bit. Okay. <clears throat> Harry Potter! <laughs> no, that was disturbing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's like, imagine... like That's like the man in Goonies who's chained up. Dumb imagine Dumbledore. Now, he's probably got past something large. Chris says, My simple girlfriend is sitting on the sofa reading the new Harry Potter book and half listening to the radio. Focus, woman! She perked up a bit when Tim Lovejoy was mentioned. She makes me watch him on Sunday mornings, but then she got confused when he failed to produce any real words during the phone call. <laughs> he done well, though. He got some sounds out. He might, might be another language in the parallel universe despite several attempts to tell her otherwise she won't believe me perhaps you can read this out uh, to let her know otherwise hang on don't bother she's made me turn you off too distracting while she's reading that wizardry tosh i suppose you could read this out and i could get her to listen to the podcast but then you'd be recorded and she'd be correct you idiot you've just led me into that madness chris i should read emails out by first shouldn't i, I should well, check them rhubarb dear russ matt g and mikey as you may or may not know says rob steer the new harry potter book came out today and i was wondering if you knew which main character died and how they died we don't care about stuff like that i don't think do we about Harry Potter and uh, it's just, I just don't. It's not registered with me. I've seen all them films and I just think. If I'd have said yes, would you have gone? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, I would have. Yeah, I'd have just gone with whatever. I'm. Up, I don't, it you like, know, it's not it, something I feel passionate about. I've seen the films. Fair enough. All I right. Seen that lad seems quite nice. Films. I, I like the ginger lad a lot. I, don't I think like that he game seems good. Play. 
What game? And broomsticks. That's called Quidditch. I know that much. <laughs> and which platform do you have to leave from? Well, uh, nine and a half. Wow, or three you quarters. Because I put it at King's Cross and I saw people taking photos of it. I was there trying to get myself a, just a nice girl <laughs> and a lovely evening. Rushing with cameras and you went, oh, here we go again. What's oh, a bore? Here we go. Hello, guys. It's <laughs> Captain Show Business. It's going to be one hell of a night. Where are you going? You're Come back here. Of a plaque. That's just a plaque, you silly ass. Come back here. Can a plaque do this sort of a dance or sing this kind of song tomorrow? tomorrow but you know the plaque did win hello Russell and Chum says Andrew Chum's to... minions well listen mate people Tunnel are just trying presenters. to save time <laughs> tunnels <laughs> I used to work in an insurance company and a frequent phrase was suck it and see I yeah. guess it was meant to mean let's try this for now and see what happens but I could never quite work out what might, one might suck to see what it's like well you could suck anything couldn't you really you know I but think, I think it's it comes from an, from an advert yeah suck it and see Hello, darling. The word gastronomic is unappetizing, <laughs> especially as it appears in Henry VIII-style restaurant reviews, or worse, gastro-pubs. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. And yeah. it's gastro enteritis, or whatever that thing's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell it to the judge, wise ass. This is from Nikki. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm just arguing. She says, looking forward to seeing you on Thursday in the Isle of Man. Is Matt coming with you? Matt, are you coming to the Isle of Man? Um, no. Um, uh, G, coming to Isle of Man? You're meant to be the support act. You better come. So uh, when you get... Listen to this. When you get to the Isle of Man in your car going to Douglas, ask your driver to tell you where the ferry bridge is. When you get there, make sure you say hello fairies to them and they'll keep you safe. Also, when you're doing your show, make sure you don't say the word rat or the plural of it as it's classed in bad, as bad luck. She's also capitalised rat in this. It's classed as bad luck in the Isle of Man. If you say it, you have to whistle or touch wood. Some people stand up and turn around as well. You'll probably find most of the audience will whistle if you say it. We call them long tails and spell the word. Wow. I don't think you should go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit mad, Sounds isn't it? like they're living in Harry Potter. They are living in Harry Potter Go to Edward Ratch. Go to a bridge. <laughs> Greet the fairies. <laughs> Everyone, disrespectful to the fairies, then the rat prince will rise up. Then you must drink the milk of the rat. Mmm, yeah, okay. Well, that's I'm looking forward to going to the Isle of Man. They're all, be, they're all superstitious. Yeah, but that's all right, isn't it? Everything's a superstition, <laughs> really. He's come to the island. <laughs> he has queer hair. <laughs> <laughs> they might make me their king. I think it's going to be nice. And you'll be standing on that fairy bridge, <laughs> preaching to the masses. Of course I will. That's where you could have a revolution, on the Isle of Man. Start it on the Isle of Man first. Then, yeah, and then have that, you know. Have that as a principality. It's already got its own laws and tax breaks yeah. and stuff. I think Jeremy Clarkson lives there, perhaps even Does Nigel he? Mansell. I think so. I think there's a couple of people there for tax breaks. I don't know. I don't know. speed up. It's only no, it's got no speed limits. That's one of the things they're into. Oh, no it's speed limits. Big head, don't pick your nose, you dirty devil. I didn't. I scratched the inside. <laughs> my nostril. I've heard it. I hate the phrase come up trumps, says Ste. Ste? Ah, cool, alright. No, Steve. Steve. I hate the phrase come up trumps. It sounds like a sexual reference. Saw, saw you in Aintree and had an amazing laugh. Fair enough. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, come up trumps. Does sound a bit sore. Yeah. Oh, you've come up trumps this time. I thought you was going to let me down. I thought you was going to do the dirty on me, but you've really come up trumps. <laughs> Do the dirty? I shouldn't bloody well think so. Here's Noel Gallagher ringing back. I tried to ring him just now and never answered. Let's see if he, here he is now. Look. No? No? Yeah. <laughs> well, how come you leave a pause before you speak when you answer the phone? Uh, I don't know. Well, you mustn't, dear, because it comes across like you're some sort of timid little fella. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Nothing really, just wanted to talk to you on the radio, which is what I'm doing right now without even getting your permission, man. Can we call you back in a second? Yeah. Alright. Don't sound so surly, people look up to you. Alright. Love you, see you in a bit. There it goes. <laughs> I'm, bored. I'm bored. How dare he say that? It makes us sit for all his tripe, doesn't he? Yes. Claptrap with part with from well, you know, Noel Gallagher. I read about your parking hassles, says Cafe in West Hampstead. Why didn't you buy a house with a driveway? Don't know really. I just like that one. Just you know, God just panicked. I just panicked, bought an house. You mustn't panic buy. Never panic buy. Even if even if society looks like it's gonna crumble, which inevitably one day it must, because we was worrying about it the other day actually. We was thinking, what if electricity gets like one day we just run out of electricity right everything will go mental won't it after about two days everyone will just be robbing sainsbury's other supermarkets are available it's a house of cards we're living in we're living in a house of cards we're just deprived a few basic things we'll go loopy we'll all be back to behaving like animals which is why it's very important tap 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 to get this revolution all right nice and tight why is no gallagher acting so cool he rang me back then who rings back and acts that cool while doing a ring back yeah all right i'm bored i'm bored don't ring back then you know surly way to carry on i'll ring him back in a minute and pray to god he wasn't listening to that arrogant little outburst from me <laughs> so anyway here's this thing listen to this right everyone i've got this website here it's number 10's website now let's start asking them now you don't think i'm doing enough about this revolution well let's move it up a little gear by getting me a bit of facetime yeah there's a phrase you might not like with um golden brown it's a facetime bit of facetime with him yeah facetime mean? have you made that up facetime means i think the people in america say hey let's get some facetime later on in the week i mean uh oh he's ringing back he's heard it oh no <laughs> Hello? No? What? You were saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying how much I love you, and I think, uh, do you know what? This is all your. No, you were. I was, I was just saying it. I was saying it down the radio. I was just going, I was just going down the radio. Oh, any good though? Any brill? Noel Gallagher, I was saying. But you, why are you so sulky? Are you back on a Persian rugs? You're talking like Bugs Bunny. You just went, <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to say next? Watch up, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you in a minute. Quite No wonder Liam's got the attitude he has with him as a big brother. It'd get on your nerves, wouldn't it? Someone judging him all the time. <laughs> oh no, I've done it again. Well, we'll just ring him when we can hear him properly. Right. So what we can do on this this website www.number-10.gov.uk. That's www.number-10 and 10 as a number. Dot gov dot uk. So gov this... is the beginning of government, not... Yeah. All right, Gav. Oh, well, Gav. You're the governor of the country, ain't you? Yeah, I see you're the Gav of this country. <laughs> Why don't you pull your finger out, mush? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, number dash 10 dot gov dot uck. All right. And that's that's technology. That's advancement. Yeah, Making what do you mean? people speak like that. Yeah, we're all carrying on like robots already. So send right, and if you go on there, then you can see some. E uh, you can see like get details to send an email to him. Now, well, let's really bother him to get me this interview with him because I think we've got to get through a few, jump through a few more loopholes, and there's things about due partiality, which would mean I'd have to do David Cameron and all, and a few other people. But let's get this thing with Gordon Brown. Once we're in the room, you can tell me what to say to him. We can start to build this revolution, or alternatively, I could just jump on his lap and give him such a snog. 
that no one will trust him anymore because I think, oh, do you remember that time he snogged that fella? And they'll just think, yeah, we can't have him in charge. And I properly will snog him one. Do you know, if that's what's required for the... Why uh, don't you write some questions? I'll write some. I'm not writing questions, I'll mate. I'll snog him. That's what I'll do. And I'll write on his head in felt tip. <laughs> yeah, brownie points. What you going to do about it? And then off I'll go. <laughs> right, so we're going to be talking. So there's that thing, www.number-10.gov.uk. Go on there, say, we demand you do this interview with Russell Brand. You simply must do it. Otherwise, we're going to go out on the streets, kick over bins, I hope he do blow-offs. Why? Hope he gets out a big list of things. He yeah. goes, right, Bertha's Revolution. Yeah, go on in, Brownie. What do you want to know, son? He will go, well, come on. It's, yeah, come on what? See, I've already What's got your him on the ropes. on population control? Just ridiculous. Everyone, it's not ridiculous. It's a simple What's injection. Every, oh, once, every male has had one child. Simple injection, no more children. We get rid of the idea of family. We're all big one big family <laughs> unit. We get rid of the idea of nation state, the idea of currency. But it might require cataclysm, which will come about anyway, because we're going to run out of electricity. There's great big floods. Then people will be looking for a new system rather than living it in this outmoded unequal, unfair system. So, you know, it's all there, mate. I've got him. I've got old brownie points on the road. You're going to blow his mind. He's got no charisma. He hasn't had a chance. Right. Okay, so why don't we have a little listen? What do you want to put on Rage Against the Machine? Is that what you want to listen to? I think it's the news now, actually. News? Those guys? We can't trust them. <laughs> They're part of the system. No, no, no. Let's not go to them. Let's stay... Let's stay well, well, they can't go to news because it ain't news o'clock. News happens One at, minute on the to hour. news o'clock. One if... minute to news o'clock. Okay. Well, here's some interesting information from Guido. He goes, The envelope is the limit of parameters in given mathematical environment, commonly used to provide safety limits for the likes of astronauts, test pilots, and fly halves. To push the envelope is to test such limits. Oh, so it's, it's just a, like, oh, envelope a is only one use fit. It's holding on to an envelope, what you've written. Hold on a minute, it's another email. And then you swear words for Guido is an evil liar working for the government. Don't trust nothing he says ever. Guido, to think we trusted you. It's another email. That thing what you just said, Russell, is all true. About that envelope, remember when you said that? Yep, well, that was word for word verbatim what it actually is. Pull your Pushing the envelope up, through a letterbox. Then let it go at the last minute. Love from me, the Collins, the writer of the dictionary. Pull your t-shirt. I love you very much. I will not pull my t-shirt. Nipples are hanging out. Of course they are. That's kicking you fruity during the show. Drunk and old auntie. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what to want for your birthday. <laughs> give us a nip slip, give us a nip slip on your lipstick. <laughs> We've got a certain someone on the telephone, a very special man. His name is Nolan Nolan. Nolan Nolan, yeah. Keep on Nolan Nolan, yeah. Nolan? Yeah. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm brilliant. How are you? Oh, he's so enthusiastic about life. I'm not going to look at that. Eve. All the Eve of the man. We're, while you were waiting on the phone, how come we could hear you going to your missus, Sarah? Turn it down a bit. Turn it down a bit. What were you saying? Turn down. Uh, the are you radio. wearing some little love eggs inside you in your special pocket? <laughs> Have you got some no, love eggs in your back the pocket? The radio, the radio. <laughs> turn it down. Turn it down. Turn it down. Just turn down the radio. Is that what it was? What are you laughing at? You wearing love eggs up your back pocket. <laughs> What are you talking about? Love eggs. You can get remote-controlled love eggs that someone can wear in a special place, and then like another person can remote-control it, so you could be out at a do, right? Sarah could be the other side and of the you, bar. Right, and you think yeah. that Turn Gordon Brown is going to give you the time of day? <laughs> 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 yes, he is. www.number-10.gov.uk. That's, that's all, Brownie. There's more chance you have an audience with our kids. 
<laughs> he wants to come around. Last time I spoke to him on your phone, when you were at some, as usual, at some drunken children's party, he <laughs> said he was coming around in <laughs> the most terrifying and frank terms, <laughs> only having earlier on that day betrayed you a Monkhouse, not Monkhouse, Cotfield Collins. I do get confused. Um, did, yeah, yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. Tell us what happened. Someone coming at Live Earth now. Come on, Noel. Oh, he got collared by Bill Collins' uh, kids, uh, saying to Liam, why have you got a problem with my dad? Ooh. Liam said, it's not me, it's our kid, but he's not here, kind of thing. Just... Well, the way Liam tells it, it's very funny, you see. Well, he just completely palmed him off onto you. Yeah, but that was a long time ago where it was always slagging Phil Collins off. That was like, that was the 90s, man. Oh, they were crazy days. Slagging well, off Phil well, Collins. Brit pop. not for you. <laughs> no, I was just hovering around no, being you poor. you were probably on some dirty protest in King's Cross in some crack house. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to do a dirty protest. They already poo up the walls. <laughs> no one would have noticed <laughs> to tell you the truth. They'd have just thought you were decorating in the conventional fashion. How, mm. how have you been? Uh, I'm sick of this weather, to be honest. Yeah, it's a bit of a nuisance, isn't it? Do you think it is oh, a biblical boy. punishment from the Almighty? No, I don't believe in the Almighty. Uh-oh, there he is. He's attacking God again. Noel Gallagher on Noel's controversial corner. There is no God. That's his first view of the day. Well, well there's no proof that there is, though, is there, to be honest? Well, I suppose not, except for the magical gift of life. The magical gift of life? Yeah. No, that's kind of, well, that's, that doesn't come from God, though, does it? You think that's just a, an evolutionary necessity? Well, I don't know. I well, think of course is... it is. Yeah, but, like, when you see a dead person, right, look how different they look. Awful, most of them. But, like, you know, living people, they've got that magical spark. Now, what is that divinity? Really? Do yeah. they? Well, most people, yeah. I don't think so. Come on, not, Noel. You're no, not a cynical there's man. Some people, there's some people don't deserve life, aren't they? You know what I mean? They're just walking vessels. Some <laughs> <laughs> say that. Everyone's lovely. Everyone there deserves is, a gift a lot of life. work for me, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Well, um, roadies and that, you know what I mean? Roadies don't deserve life scandal. I didn't say that. I said roadies <laughs> are kind of walking vessels. So. Walking vessel? What for? For your love eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's not even funny. <laughs> that's not, not even funny. Well, I tell you what, we're all having a jolly good chuckle. No, 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 about... you are. And Matt's kind of nervous you're laughing because he knows it's not he funny. But he's laughing not. because you're he the gaffer. He thought of it. No, he said it first. <laughs> he said it first. He goes, Russell, Russell, say no one's got a love eggs. And then he retired <laughs> to a safe distance. Actually, well, cuddled up Matt, a copy of definitely maybe. Oh, righty, oh, that's the way you want to play it, yeah. Cause a bit divide and conquer, is it? <laughs> yeah, listen to what I had the other day. My, my mate John Rogers said he was at uh, some sort of legendary gig you done, I think, a, a really early Oasis gig, I think, at the forum. Apparently, he was there with his friend. The two of them got separated. There was a lot of hype about Oasis, but only a couple of singles had been released. No album, as yet. Everyone was talking, oh, they're going to be any good, this band. They've got a lot of mouth, a lot of front. Then everyone went to this gig, this legendary gig. I mean, like, my my mate and his mate got separated from each other, then found each other sort of like midway through the gig. My mate John Rogers goes, my God, they're amazing, aren't they? They're the best band since the Smiths. And then his mate went, since the Beatles. And it was like a lot of, a lot of hoopla going on about Oasis. Mad, because I was probably just, I don't know, I wouldn't have been going to gigs. I was probably, I don't know, a little bit too young to go to gigs. On my own no, you would have been freebasing free free cocaine just with bacon powder, free at that age. You wouldn't have been too young for gigs. I, I wasn't really that kind of a person. I sort of went from being a child to a he drug was addict. At shows. <laughs> okay, I was a West Side Story. These chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> I like this child catcher. I like the way he dresses. I like the way he behaves. <laughs> There's something in this.
Yeah. So there you are, Noel. That is, for a start, a, a nice anecdote to tell you about your early life. Because sometimes I forget about that, except that time. I forget, of course, because you just come on that radio show. And in fact, Noel said the other day that someone came up to him and goes, Oh, you're Noel Gallagher. I really like you on Russell Brand's radio show. Yeah, he's a Geordie as well. He said, uh, What did he say? Oh, no, that's twice, actually. I was in, it, I was in Ibiza like, two weeks ago. And, and uh, some, we was getting on the phone, and some girl said, She turned out, she says, You know what's really weird? This complete random strange, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what. And she <laughs> said, um, I've been listening to you on Russell Brand's radio show on the beats, and, and, and here you are. There you are, see. Not listening. Yeah. I think when, oh, when oh. you die now, it'll say, Russell Brand co host kicks the bucket. <laughs> People mildly pleased. <laughs> do, you, do you think, or do you think me and Gordon Brown will be high fiving when you die? Oh, well, that's a nasty, nasty perspective, especially from an atheist. So, um... Mm. Not an atheist. What, what, you just... Well, hold on. I, you said you don't believe in God, Noel. Now, no, I don't... No, I don't, but that doesn't make me an atheist. Well, I think it does. I don't want to get no, bogged down with semantics. What does it make you? Don't label me. You can't label me just because... I'm not, I, don't, I don't belong to any group of, like, you know... Well, you do. There's Oasis, for a start. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're vital to Oasis. That's just one group you're a part of. Then there's a group called... That's an exclusive. Curmudgeons. He has gone solo. He has gone solo here and now. You, God, you, you went, God, I'm not a member Jesus. of any group. <laughs> I've done solo gigs before. You'll be going electric next. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, listen to this, Noel. It's about the revolution. Hello, everyone. Maybe you should base the revolution principles... So pretentious. It's not, <laughs> not pretentious. So pretentious. How dare you? How it dare is. you? Well, you've done that black and white Nobody video about an undertaker. Nobody give you the time of day, the way you dress. That's number one. Right, that's for starters. What are you doing with your phone? Is it one of your love eggs popped? And all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pe on. People will give me the time of day. Listen, what will happen? I, like, I'll move out of this phase of my career of being a lovable nitwit, and we'll move on to doing things a lot more seriously. And we just when people go, oh god, he did always go on about the revolution in a frivolous, childish way, and now all of a sudden he's marching about, look, with no trousers and pants on. He's really made a <laughs> huge step there. Look, this lad called Tyrone McCarthy says, base our revolution on the principles of Lovian's Satanism, pentagonal revisionism. The five-point plan could work like this. It breaks down thusly. Stratification. I don't know what that means. What is stratification? Stratify means breaking things into different groups. Stratify. Okay, nice. Layers. Stratify things. Number mm. two, strict taxation of all churches. Good, good. We can do that. That's easy. No tolerance for religious beliefs secularised and incorporated into law and order issues. Hasn't okay. he just said Satanism? We've got, I think he has. Belief. And also we've got to tax churches. And like, if we're not going to tolerate religious beliefs, the churches won't be there. Oh, Tyrone! I really had high hopes for you and your policies. We got muddled up in Satanism for a bit, didn't we? Me and Matt, Noel, for a brief time, got caught well, up in Satanism. Well, can I just interject here? No one of our friends ended up it's in not, jail. It's no surprise that neither of you two have girlfriends. Mm. Or Tyrone, for that matter, probably. Really? Me and Matt are a right couple of ladies' men. You should you see us. Got, you haven't got steady girlfriends, though, have you? Because we're steady lover machines. We're living a life of luxury. <laughs> you should see us. We're, like, we're dressed like people in Miami Vice. We've got girlfriends <laughs> from Cuba. We're living the Vida Loca. <laughs> we're like a couple of regular Ricky Martins. Every day's <laughs> like Sunday. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> well, why? What do you mean? Why? No, why? What do you think is a great achievement that you've got your regular girlfriend? That poor woman, not a day goes by when she don't lustfully look at a postcard of me. She and told think, me why? She, told to, she told me to tell you not, not to mention her anymore on your radio. Really? Why? In what, oh, what she gets embarrassed. Do you get, do you get embarrassed? This must be oh, great I, for him, bringing up the actual nub of the embarrassment itself. Why is she embarrassed? Doesn't she look nice all pregnant? Seven months pregnant she is now. She does. She looks beautiful. 
She does. You're a very lucky, lucky man, you know, and it won't you know, last. Do you know why that is? Because mm. I don't go on about the revolution all the time. And all <laughs> I'm on, I've, you know, received words from people called Tyrone from Coronation Street. <laughs> I don't think he's from Coronation The Beatles talked about revolution quite Yeah, you say you wanna. Revolution was one of their records. Yeah, done. Uh, well, and look what happened to him. Mm, that's true, that's true. That didn't work out at all. Well, good point. No, no good and then point. anyway, you put it into a song. What do you think about the revolution? Because you've heard my record, <laughs> number revolution. 64. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like that. Yeah. It is truly dreadful. Guess what, everyone? Guess what, everyone? Yeah, you know, I'm going to let you do a little tear. <laughs> I can cry out of every hole in my body if it'll bring a revolution. <laughs> right, at my live gigs, people have been saying... Do that song, do that song. An awful lot. People like it, Noel, so have no, that. No, they don't necessarily like it. Mm, and maybe they don't. Maybe <laughs> this is a great big national wind-up. Like what happened to Rick Waller. comedy gigs, then, yeah? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, comedy gigs, yeah, where well, I do the comedy. Well, you work it out, then, eh? Oh, yeah, all right, Sarky Mark and the Funky Bunch! <laughs> right? So actually, yeah, I might be. When they're doing that at my comedy gigs, I'm sort of like Rick Waller. <laughs> and everyone's thinking, fuck it, get Russell to do that song again. You know how we always all going to vote for Rick Waller to win Pop Idol? And they thought, oh, no, Pop Idol's been ruined. Rick, you've got a sore throat, all right? <laughs> now do one. That's quite a controversial opinion. What I just said then was a controversial opinion, and I take it right back. I only said it because him, Noel Gallagher, made me do it with a love that he's popped privately into one of my many inside wallets. I apologise on behalf of everyone who are just offended and all that. Who did you just offend? Then I missed that. Well, I accidentally said there was no such thing as Christianity, and everyone was proper bonkers <laughs> who believed in it. Wait, but then I took said. it back. Yep, I just said it. No, while you was fidgeting around with your underpant party, <laughs> some world-class jokes was being done. Proper smashers they were. So wow. wow. Well, anyway, I'm thinking about getting into a nice, serious relationship, as a matter of fact, and uh, so I'm is kind of, I'm kind of... With each other. And we were <laughs> thinking of coming round and, like, having, come on, let's have a nice get-together. You, your missus, me, Matt, and anyone we might choose to bring along. Yeah, well, this is this seems to be the stumbling block with Sarah, you see. Mm. It's not you two as such, it's the A and others that probably would accompany you. Mm. I was thinking of bringing Julie Goodyear. <laughs> I don't know who Matt's thinking. Toya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But after what you were telling me on the phone the other day, I don't know whether I don't know whether that's kind of acceptable, really, to be honest. Certainly not on good old Radio Two, lovely old auntie. So no. yeah, let's not. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let her think that that would be going on immediately after we'd been out, you know, and mm. add some. Or uh, perhaps during while we was out, if any of us popped to the lavvy. That would be amazing because, you know, I'd just get the camera phone out. I was just telling Noel recently of some monkey business, that's all. Not with actual monkeys, <laughs> that would be unkind. Well, but, you know, just, I mean, monkey business I'd in the domestic sense. Though, Look, there's a quiet dignity about the chimpanzee. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. What a terrible thing to have said. Yeah, let's lead and uh, read another email to move things on a bit. Hello. Hang on a minute. Am I going to be on for the rest of the night now? Yeah, just yeah. leave him there. Just stay right, there. Yeah, what are you going like to do? You seem like you've not got much material for tonight's show. <laughs> just get old Gallagher on for Christ's sake, waiting for him to blaspheme. It might give us an evening. Why, do you want to go? No, no, I'm right, man. No, right, here's another email. It's from Sophie. Hello, Russ, Matt, G, and that fella that you have on the show from the north. Please, Hello, can you... Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> can you read this out? It's me and my boyfriend are meant to be packing to go to Turkey tomorrow, but my boyfriend Colin is sitting on the bed listening to you. Oh, us. it's a powder keg, isn't it? It's a powder keg! 
It's a powder yeah. keg. Powder keg. What is a powder keg? Turkey or that's yeah. that dynamic? Why? What's going on in Turkey? It's wrong, isn't it? Why? I think it's nice, isn't it? Nice place for holiday. I went to Istanbul yeah, once. Men held hands. I liked it. I went there too hot. What? Was too hot? Yeah, not oh. seen the news. It's about forty odd degrees over there. Oh right? my god! Be careful really? on your holiday, oh, Colin. Yeah, Sophie, on, think again. Just, Colin's on the bed listening to you lot. He was quite focused until I started trying on my new bikinis I bought earlier today, and now he's laying there all confused. He's all his packs is his green t-shirt, which he won't need. I'm worried he'll have just that t-shirt on holiday and have no pants. Could you please tell him to hurry up, please? Thank you. Uh, yes, well we've done it. Get a move on. You're upsetting Noel Gallagher. Well, no, he doesn't need to take us. too much because yeah, it's so you're hot. Me. Just take some pants. Just, just, why don't you like wear like a pearly kings and queen outfit and just take that to Istanbul? Just jostle about like a pearly king or queen. Just pretend you're like a sort of a mannequin that's come to life. And you're just looking for a love affair. <laughs> It'll keep you cheerful. This is someone's called Sarah's doing this. I'm listening to you in Switzerland while I do my translations on Saturday night. I just thought you might be interested to know as you are the sexiest vegetarian in the UK. Yes, I am. <laughs> Don't, why, are you, why are you laughing at that, Noel? That was a love egg falling out. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a big one. <laughs> no, them love eggs are meant to be tiny things. They're like the great big Cadbury's Easter eggs you've got. <laughs> 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 They're like beach balls. Did you have a nice time in Ibiza? Blimey. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's great, yeah. <laughs> He's laughing, uh, listen, right, so anyway, uh, why don't you, sexiest vegetarian, talk people who are saving the planet. Uh, Spencer Tunnick, that bloke who does pictures of huge groups of naked people, is here in Switzerland taking a photo on the top of a glacier next weekend. Do you want to come? You can uh, you can come there. I reckon Tunnick would be happy. Blah, blah, blah. It will raise awareness of climate change, etc. That's from done Sarah. That before, haven't you? I have done a Spencer Tunnick uh, photograph, actually, with, uh, yeah, me and my mate went down there, down by the Catisark, before it all got burned down. Some say there is a connection because there was a lot of sexiness in the air that day. And tell you the truth, it was interesting being around with all those naked people. After a while, nudity becomes sort of innocuous and loses its potency. What do you think of the art of Tunnick, Noly Noly? Uh, you know, all the pictures. The art of what? The art of what? Sorry? Spencer Tunnick, that bloke who takes pictures of loads of nude people stood around. You must have seen I've, it. I've seen, yeah, no, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Well, you know, whatever. I don't know, I'm not into art. You're not into art? Ain't you got no art down your house then? I have. What? What sort of art? Yeah, that what, news... kind of, what kind of art? Oh, yeah. Pop art, really? Pop art? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Olive steps to I'm up on Noel Gallagher's wall. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Did I bit... say Popeye? Did I say Popeye? <laughs> <laughs> I think I said I saw an opportunity and I jumped right in before you crammed it with oh, a lovig. Yeah. Idiot, man. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lady that does the news just walked past. She's... Oh, really? Yeah. Good, good, good job, Tyler. She's good job, love. <laughs> yeah, love the news. Nice news, darling. You know, I can see why you'd be into going around standing, standing around naked with other naked people. Yeah, I could. I mean, it was nice. I enjoyed it. Weren't you cut out of the original, of the end piece? Yeah, they said, <laughs> they said it was embarrassing. They said there shouldn't be any of uh, that going on. It was just a blur on. where he was. Just <laughs> jumping up and down. I was frantic. Spencer! Spencer! <laughs> Spencer! Fingers weren't where they should have been. Fingers weren't where they shouldn't have been. They said it's not meant to be sexual. It's about the innocent nature of nudity. Not a, a man, a clammy-handed man groping at strangers. They said it was <laughs> against the whole spirit of the piece, they said. Ah, yeah, Noel, have you got any phrases that you dislike? For example, listen to this. Jack Torson from Chiselhurst goes, I hate it when people say they're blitzed. Some blitz, they say they blitz something because it doesn't reflect the inherently destructive as aspect of Blitzkrieg or the horrific bombing of the East End of London. Because when people say they blitz their bedroom, they don't mean that they bombed it or anything like that. So it is a misuse of language. 
Good point. Yes, it doesn't mean that. <gasps> news lady's looking at us in a... She's quite intimidating. Here, news lady, come in here. Oh, here comes news lady. No, news right. No, and listeners, news lady is in. Let's not upset news lady. Hello, news lady. Hello. What's your real name? Susan. Hello, Susan. I must say, um, Noel Gallagher's on the line. Uh, we're all saying you did a smashing job of the news. Yeah, I hated being called that woman. That was like, you know... Did like you? That. You thought it was offensive? I've got a phrase. What is your phrase? Uh, that you don't like a, a linguistic tick. Conditional discharge. Conditional discharge. Or even discharge. worse, unconditional yeah, discharge. Yeah. Which implies. Sort of you smell lovely. Really flowing. You smell of refreshers. Thank you. You know refreshers, <laughs> them sweets you have when you're a kid. Your lip gloss. Yeah. Oh, I'll just talk to Noel then. <laughs> no, thanks. We've got to do the radio show. Um, so, yeah. uh, hello there, newsy right. poos. Right. You're sexy. <laughs> Yeah, will That's you make worse the... than this lady? That lady, newsy poos. Newsy poos, yeah. I think newsy poos and toots are the most respectful phrases that we can use. I won't be allowed to say that next time, Phil. What? I won't be able to say this is the news with newsy poos. <laughs> oh, go on, no, I'm not get it on. Can no, you the sneak some new editorial guidelines? <laughs> them guidelines are a load of old guff. They're only guidelines anyway. You don't have to listen to them to the letter. Why don't you, during the news, sneaking thing? Uh, there's been a coup. Russell Brand's now in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then just and then just the news can just change into that that music from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It'll be funny. All right, go and get it. Bye. See you later, newsy. Bye -bye. Here, I've got some news for you. You're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. That's the damn finest newsreader I've ever clapped eyes on. And clap being the operative words. Oof! <laughs> got some of that. God, dear. Yobbo. I am not a yobbo. I know 11 things. Here they are! <laughs> well, Noel, it's been a, a lovely interjection from you. Have you got anything controversial to say before we stick on a record? Which we've not really, no. We're going to play Super Freak, Super Freak. That's what Who? we're going to put on. Uh, Rick, Rick James, Super Freak, because we like it. It's a, there's a bit in that film, uh, Little Miss rubbish. Sunshine. Rubbish. Also rubbish. No, you're very cynical. Oh, you can have that song you just mentioned. What song that I just bowl, mentioned? Bowl. Uh, bowl, bowl. Yeah, let's stick that on. Let's stick that stop on. Stop squeezing your boobs. I will not stop squeezing my boobs. If Noel Gallagher can have love's eggs in him, then love's eggs, they're the product of love, then I can squeeze my boobies during the broadcast. Puts me right off. No, it doesn't. What puts you off? Newsy poos. <laughs> <laughs> I love that lady. So, uh, yeah, Noel, uh, is there any... Perhaps you might want to request for later. Uh, what a tune. Yeah, uh, perhaps you might want to dedicate something to your uh, missus. Do you want to request a tune? Oh, look at their domestic life. Like She's the bacon quite like family. the idea of the first beautiful one. Oh, we're going to play it, right? This is going out to you, Sarah McDonald, for all the things you've tolerated. Are you staying with us, Noel, or are you going? It's up to you. You're in charge uh, of your own life. Uh, go. Alright, stay listening to the show. Noel Gallagher, thank you very much. This bye is bye, for bye. you and much. Sarah. Hello, mate. Bye, bye, love you, Noel. Bye! This is meant to be that one where it goes, oh, oh, dum, 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 No, I'm dum, thinking dum. of bolt, bolt. Yeah, I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking of that. That ain't that. Mikey, That's Nick, quite nice producer though, of the that. show. Yeah, it's fine. Did but it ain't. Did, did, did. Yeah, but I want the one that goes, oh, oh, that. This didn't go. <laughs> Did that didn't do that noise, did you it? You really brought it to light. I mean, do we need to hear it still? Probably not, because I think you'll find that my when I'm 64 edit of it <laughs> is more than sufficient. So do, you do know. it in that style. <laughs> I find it very, very moving, I must say. It's Do an Oasis touching. song in that voice. Uh, oh, your dreams are made. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, hold on, we've got to do some important jolly old stuff, and that is... Matt gives that thing about the Chuckle Brothers, I love that thing. It's well funny. 
Who's Sarah Ram? Oh, no, oh, oh, okay, all right. In a minute, we're going to tell you something interesting about the uh, Chuckle Brothers. But before that, right, now you may remember that last week we called up Baz Bazalgette to a pitch show about tunnels that Matt Morgan is going to host. Baz Bazalgette is the owner or, I don't know, CEO, boss of Endemol. We pitched it to him, didn't tell him that we were live on radio. He now thinks I'm mad. I've had a few more chats with him. He's given me the number of the person that we should have spoke to, Sarah Ramsden, who must be high up at Endemol or Bazalgette Productions or something like that. And we've now got the opportunity to pitch Matt's tunnel shows. Thank you for all your emails about the tunnel show. It's captured the imagination of the nation. It really is. And uh, we're going to talk to Sarah Ramsden now to see if we can get her to back our bonkers show where Matt goes down tunnels. Sarah, are you there, dear? Uh, I am, Russell. How are you? I'm ever so well. Did Baz talk to you about this project? <laughs> he hasn't, no. I don't know anything about it at all. I've just been rung five minutes ago right. and told him someone's going to pitch to me and I know nothing about it. Okay. Well, we're going to do some pitching now. Prepare yourself for some of the best pitching you'd have ever had in your life because okay. we are bloody good pitchers <clears throat> so anyway what we want to do is a program what's about tunnels my mate matt who does this show with me he's going to go down tunnels investigate them different tunnels catacombs networks subterranean environments all over the globe perhaps just in england depending on the budgetary restraints we think we'd pitch it for bbc4 discovery channel that sort of like intellectual kind of speciality channel uh, matt is a fine piece of talent. He's got a growing fan base in this country and as you know, Baz himself, isn't he the great-grandson of someone who designed a sewer system? Yeah, his, his great-great-great-grandfather or something created, made, made London not stink of poo. Well, <laughs> there we go there. So it, we've got him to thank for London not stinking of poo in all of the areas. There are some bits that are still are a bit dodgy, aren't they? But we could get Matt down in that sewer. That'd be nice for old Basil Jet. I'm willing to go down there. Matt's so interested in tunnels, he'll romp around in whoopsie. So this tunnel programme, I think we can probably make it for between 30 and 70 grand per episode. Oh. I think Oh, 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 that's a bit cheap. You want yeah, to well, it a bit higher than that. You I mean, 100, than that. 100 grand for show, because uh, I'm directing it now. <laughs> Can I know what, what is the angle? Is, is he going for the history of it? Is he going for the engineering? Is it's, he going for the human stories of how they were constructed? All those things. Mm, and more. Plus access to secret places the nation will never see otherwise. What, like nuclear tell, bunkers? Tell me the headline. Tell me the big, big exclusive that you've got on tunnels. Lady Diana! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's because the word tunnel got said. Oh no, my brain's broken. Um, I think well, the, what is the exclusive thing is we're going to bring you unseen and extraordinary places from a new and fresh angle, like them nuclear bunkers that the, the government have got. But imagine it presented not in an academic, musty way, that's but in funny. a rock It'll and be... roll fun way with the human stories that you mentioned. Also talking about the engineering and bringing a secret London that lies beneath our feet to life. Not just London, a secret world. Paris catacombs. The Paris catacombs. You know, we live in this world, we think we see simply what's on the surface, but beneath the surface, there is another kingdom, another world. We will take you to that world, this mystical kingdom that lurks beneath the earth. What about that? Yeah, will you actually build a tunnel as part of it? Will you actually explore the different techniques? Sarah, we certainly could do no. that. That'll be a bit boring. Don't she? We've got to get her on board because she's the boring. in charge at the moment. With a boring machine. Boring a hole into the centre of the earth like Sir Phileas Fogg done in his book, <laughs> 20 Leagues Up the Sea. <laughs> Tell me the most interesting tunnel story you've got. Go on, Matthew. Um, Come on, you've got to have a tunnel story. Okay. This is your moment. In Kent, 
the uh, the people who would have been the resistance if the Germans had invaded, they dug a load of tunnels just in case the Germans did invade and people were going to be hidden down them. Some of them are still there. But those tunnels are now used by perverts to do a little <laughs> game they call Mole Mole! Mole Mole! Where they mole around snuffling about up each other. That's not true. That bit isn't true, but we could do things like that and it could be an animated bit and it would be voiced by me, Noel Gallagher, David Walliams and um, Paul McKenna. And there used to be Hellfire Clubs underground. Hellfire Clubs in uh, High Wycombe, I think they are, aren't they? And yeah. there's, you know, all sort of the, the poetry. Satanism underground. And the, Alistair Crowley, the Satanism. Uh, and we have this, as the theme tune, we know Paul Weller a bit, we'll get going underground, going underground as the theme tune of it. It's going to be brilliant, Sarah. Get behind it. I do it. think that the mixture of perversion and mm. star quality is starting to sell it to me. It is, you see. That's what yeah. keeps me alive. Perversion and star quality. Without that, we wouldn't even have this radio show so w will you help us to pitch it will yeah you? i will yeah 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 well yeah. you're coming to a what are you head of factual at what uh, I, I'm head of factual at Endemol. Yeah. See, you're important. Right, let's get down to where Where do you think we should pitch it? We need Sarah? to make a pilot. We need to get something on tape. Well, do we? Can't we just get the funding from the channel? No, no, you've got to sell it. You've got to write something up and then well, we'll send write it up, in. We'll write, yeah, a we'll write a treatment up, but like, you know, do, we, do you want us to put something down on tape, you know? Yeah, and these days you can't fake anything, you know that, don't you? Oi, you watch it! This is Auntie, the BBC. Now, come on, Sarah. For heaven's sake, this is a very proud, fine institution. Now, come on, let's get behind the BBC. They bring us beautiful programming, hour after hour, day after day, year after year. God bless you, Mum. Now, um, so why don't you, um, why don't you help us then? And where are we going to take it? Uh, mm -hmm. Discovery's good. Okay. Or if you want to be more engineering and blokey. <coughs> or BBC Four, if you want to be a bit more intellectual. Are you all right? Are you just coughing? I'm worried <laughs> yeah, about you. I'm just coughing. I've been smoking too much. Pack it in. It's bad for you. Don't drop dead before Matt gets his debut programme. <laughs> be terrible, <laughs> Sarah. I think it'll be funny as well. It'll be entertaining. It'll be, you know... Yeah, it'll be like, you know, it'll get a cult audience because it'll be interesting and with an academic edge, but then it will, like, uh, it'll have a life after that as well. There's some really, really good stories about how some tunnels were built, you know. Really? Yeah. Go on. You know, when Isambard Kingdom Brunel was building the Thames Tunnel, he, he watched a beetle burying under the ground, and that's how he came up with his tunnel boring machine, by watching a beetle do it. Cool. Sexy yeah. little devil. That's what inspired me to do number 64, my new hit record as well. <laughs> I just watched the Beatle do it. So, hey, Sarah, all right, then we'll talk to you. Uh, and we'll, please, will you come on the show and keep our listeners updated on how Matt's quest for tunnel stardom is going? Can we get a verbal going? contract? On yeah. yeah, we'll right. do. We'll do. Is that a verbal contract? Yep. Right, okay. okay. Thank you very much, Sarah. That was lovely, Sarah Ramsden Bye. from Endemol. Bye, Bye, darling. That's just good. Edit factual. Right, we'll go in. So we'll do it at we'll BBC4. We'll take it to Auntie first to show we're loyal, shall we? Yeah? Yeah. Right. Okay, we'll take it there first. We'll give them first dibs on it. It's what right we could off. do with the tunnel show, Yeah. get someone like Morrissey, say to him, have you got a favourite underground space? Yeah. 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 And then we'd have a celebrity element. Celebrity element? Well, like Morrissey How long is this show going to be? Half hour? Hour? Half hours. How many? Six? Six half hours. Six half hours. Six or maybe because if it's Discovery, they might want ten. Mm, they might want ten if it's Discovery. But, but you we'll go there, you first. take a celebrity down there, you interview yeah. him in a tunnel, yeah. they talk about it, and it's all weird and eerie. Talk to people down the tunnel, Morrissey. We need a good lighting guy. We need a good lighting guy. Anyone out there with a torch and a bit of nouse, here's an <laughs> opportunity for you. But you must have nouse. Do not call us up if you ain't got no nouse. 88 to 91, that's our text thing. 0500 288 291, that's our... 
telephony thing. Russell.brandbbc.co.uk. That's that other thing. What's electric letters? All right, Russell Dole says Kieran. Jessica Delfino is a bit of. <laughs> Is a well. This is about that vagina lady that we talked to last week. We discussed a woman that either sings songs about or out of her vagina. Now, or or she bends over and sings them in. Her, she sings them. That's in, what I've heard. She sings them into her own vagina. She's like a letter C. <laughs> Matthew, that's so dangerously close to making me say the worst swear word on earth that you should not have done it. So anyway, some people blame think, me for I am blaming mind. you. I will blame you for my mind. I will blame you. So listen to this. Uh, this is from Ellie from Blackburn. She's only 14. The brand bitch and switch bitch woo-hoo. I'm in Blackburn. I'm eating my own soup. <laughs> Crikey. Uh, <laughs> I had my ears pierced today, so your sexy tones are healing my ears. Uh, get that singing vagina on. I reckon she'll be like Enya. Fine. Okay, then. So that young girl wants her on. That's one person. Someone else says, Dear lads, Jessica Delfino is actually ace. Check out the I Want To Be Famous song and cartoon video. It's how Russell's life may have gone if he weren't talented. The song Grand Piano about where someone did a thing in a piano. I say put her on the programme. That's from AJ. So, you know, it seems why not get this vagina lady on to sing either out of, into or about her vagina. I hope we haven't made people go and see her thinking that it's some sort of sick and twisted stunt. Well, and then they'll be disappointed. And she's just singing and then they might shout stuff out. Well, <laughs> oh, love, sing into it, <laughs> sing out of it, sing by it, sing about it. Well, no, uh, we can't really have a confederacy of perverts that we loyally defend all over the globe, no. can we, Matthew? No, we can't. So let's get her up, Mikey. Get old Jessica Delfino on a blower. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to hold it at arm's length because <laughs> we don't want any monkey bits in this, do we? We don't want anything saucy coming on the trying our hardest to radio program. Listen to this, Matthew. Why are you wearing a tea cozy on your head? Says uh, Dawn Chapman. <laughs> so how come she can see him? That means that that thing's not pointing in the right There's direction. Two of them. What? Where's the webcam? Over there. That thing, is that pointing at you? That favours me and that one favours you. It's not favouring me enough. I know a thing or two about camera angles and that thing is not giving me, that's not a very nice That's angle. pointing right at you. It's designed to be poking itself right at Wogan, <laughs> who ain't here. So, like, it should be, where is Wogan anyway? He shouldn't, why should he be here? He doesn't live here. Hmm, I often wonder whether he does or doesn't, Matt. You know, will we ever truly know what Wogan does, where Wogan goes, what Wogan knows? Hello, Russell, Matt, G, everybody. Say, Casey and Carrie Ann, we are in Ibiza drinking lots while waiting for our coach to take us home to a sunny, to sunny, sunny Cumbie Island, Canvey Island, Essex, and we thought we coach? might send you an email. It's a long journey. We are regular listeners to the show, and we would be listening to it now if we weren't stuck in a cheesy hotel. There's currently a parrot show about parrots right Riding around on little bikes, we're going to ring oh, Petter. I like those shows. Yeah, I did a bit, but I don't think them parrots liked that, mate. And I think <sighs> it's... look at you, just because Petter was mentioned. I bet if that hadn't come up, you'd have gone. Yeah, I did as well. Hey, I like those parrots. Why don't we kill one? Just <laughs> throw popcorn at them. There, make them go faster. Sometimes the parrots didn't do what I wanted, and that's when I got rough. Come on, then, parrots. Want some rough stuff? Try me. No, because I'm a fan of the parrots. So, yeah, go on then, Matthew. There's some things you want me to say. Go on then, why are they? What? You said something about some girls, oh, some programmes. Come on then. I'm not prepared. Well, you should be prepared. Stop faffing, woman. Well, There's a couple of teachers we met the other day at a gig. Yeah, well, I haven't got that email. I'll ask Mikey them. for it. Look at him running around. Mikey, you... 
scurrying little rat bag. Why Give can't that, you simply please. do your job? This radio show, there's people listening to this now in cars, in lavatories. There's one person having sex. Listen to this. Paul B. I've been listening to your show since the good old days in Radio 6. It's improved massively since then. You're obviously some sort of brilliant genius. I wanted to say thank you for the following reason. Last Saturday, I was listening to your show when my girlfriend and I suddenly felt a bit amorous. We decided to express our love physically while listening to your radio show. It was a great deal of joy for us to release sexual enjoyment while you talked in the background. I think it helped us both achieve climax and we really liked it a lot. Please tell your listeners to try it. They'll see a difference. If you are over the age of 16, which is the age of consent, and in a loving relationship, why not try having it off while listening to our radio show and texting us during <laughs> this is the act of climax? Why not? That'd be a good thing to do, won't it? Mm. Yeah. Have it off while listening to us, or if you are on your own, simply do the best you can with your <laughs> imagination and whatever limbs you fancy doing it with too. You all know. Just enjoy yourselves. Right. Now, yeah, oh, let me do my email. All right, right, everyone, Matt's doing oh, an item. Don't turn into an Matt item. Morgan's email corner. He does an email trying his best. Look at how he pauses <laughs> status and forgets to do the name at the beginning to establish character of the writer. Yeah. This is from Gersharan. <laughs> Me and my... <laughs> Me Don't my... blow off during your item match because people find it <laughs> off putting. <laughs> my sister came to see you on Thursday at that theatre. Never seen you, but this is you, obviously, not me. Mm. Never seen you before live. Actually, you were really rather good. I forgot to say the other day, blah, blah, blah. Apart from the remarks you were making about teachers, though, and oh, this yeah. is mainly because I am one, but I teach ICT. I don't know what that is. ICT. International. Hmm. <laughs> I can only think of swear words for a rubbish vocabulary. ICT, not PE, because you're having to go at PE teachers. Perhaps ICT, that is the lesson. ICT, IC coffee. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could restrict your comments to PE teachers because they only ever like kids that are good at PE. Mm. So obviously not you. But they always seem to be quite good looking, don't you think? Like no. art teachers, they're mostly quite fit. Okay, well, no, I don't think so. I'm not having a go at teachers because they're doing a good job. They're not getting enough money. You always say, don't go to school yet. Don't do exams yet. Follow me in the revolution, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do say that. And I'll better say it again. Don't go to school yet. Don't do exams yeah. Go to school wearing stuff that's going to make people feel threatened, yeah. Dress up as bears and just go crazy. <laughs> Everyone, let's go nuts. Woo! Uh, yeah, do go to school if you feel like it. But don't let them condition all the beauty out of you. Remember that you're probably right, just intuitively. Remember to stay at one with your spiritual self and not think, oh, yeah, I'll just be bludgeoned into conforming. Bide Told off time. all the time. Learn the rules, learn, learn the, the stuff. Rules, Get all the information. Slowly, slowly, catchy monkey. Chuckle vision row teacher cleared. A supply teacher has been cleared of hitting a 13-year-old boy who teased him about looking like a character from the Chuckle Brothers TV show. Like that, a character from the Chuckle Brothers TV show. Which one was it? Was it the washerwoman? <laughs> was it the wise old earl? No, it was one of the Chuckle Brothers, the only characters in that show. Jonathan Burrett, 41, from Newport, has denied attacking the boy after he sang the Chucklevision theme tune in class. That boy, that must be annoying. If you're a teacher... Don't... I'm on the boys' side. I'm on the boys' side so far. Because, like, you know, if, you've, if you're a teacher, don't look like Barry Chuckle or either of the Chuckles. Don't look like that. Because yeah. the moustache is the key element. That's the insignia. I bet if a kid looked like someone, like Harry Potter, I bet yeah, the teacher would go, oh, hello, Harry Potter. OK, Harry Potter! <laughs> Barry Chuckle! <laughs> 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 
Chuck a chuck a vision. A chuck a vision. Chuck a chuck a vision. Yeah, so what happened about him? Well, this is what happened next, mate. This is incredible news. Um, Mr. Barrett told Car Cardiff Crown Court he was used to being compared to Barry Shackle <laughs> and it would never been a problem. I like it. I find it flattering. I like well, both so hang of on, the chuckles. He denies hitting him. God, I didn't hit him. I didn't I, hit him. I'm always called Barry Shackle. People call me Barry Shackle every day. And I, to tell you the truth, I just, I laugh at it. It's more than a chuckle. It's a guffaw, is what I do. I reckon it winds you right up. If you're a teacher, you look a bit like Barry Shackle. People are going, chuck a chuck a vision, a chuck a vision, chuck a chuck a vision. You get right on your yeah, nerves, yeah. wouldn't it? It winds you up. And I bet that kid, well, let's have a listen. The jury took less than an hour to find the married father of one. Why does it put that in? To make him sound like he's a good citizen. Not guilty of assault and causing actual bodily harm. Speaking after the case, Mr. Barrett said, Chuck a chuck a vision, a chuck a vision. He said, There's a concern <laughs> amongst many teachers that when they are using lawful restraints upon unruly pupils, it could result in them being charged hang with on, a criminal offence. But so he did use some restraints. He used restraints. On what, a song? He didn't restrain the song, he restrained the singer. In this case, well, a yeah, little I boy. Think he held musical notes about this guy. <laughs> he got a big treble clef and tore it to shreds. <laughs> got, he, he got a minim in an arm lock. Uh, it goes, he goes, I'm obviously pleased that this is over as I'm walking out the door with my clean character. <laughs> my ladder and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with that ladder. To me, to me, to you, to me, to you, to you, to me. Ah, what have you been doing? For God's sake, man, you look dreadful. <laughs> You're wasting away. Uh, I'm obviously very pleased that this is over. I'm walking out the door with my clean character completely intact. I'm looking forward to telling my wife and daughter they should have turned up at court. The court previously heard that the boy had been singing or humming the theme tune. <gasps> he might been a revolutionary to the chuckle vision during yeah, a sewing but, lesson but mm -hmm. you know when you meet famous people and you we've discussed this oh yeah yeah you, you sing their you song can't, you can't you don't help think it. About it you just accidentally exactly. sing it so he was just sitting there and thinking the, chuckle chuckle vision thinking is chuckle it vision and then that black <laughs> Scratched, <laughs> scratched him. him like an angry squirrel, <laughs> like a little chuckle squirrel. Chuckle, chuckle. I'll chuckle. You'll chuckle me. I'll chuckle you. Because I used to see a damsky sometimes, and whenever I see a damsky, who's actually a really brilliant bloke, I used to go dum 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 dum, dum. and he'd go, "Why are you doing that for?" <laughs> I go, "No reason." <laughs> right, and who else is it that we do it with? We, I like, used to know Dave. Well, I know Dave oh, from Blur, and I, I used, used to think Blur songs. I used head. to think Blur songs because of Dave Roundtree at Blur. I used to uh, like before we knew the lads out of Kasabian, I used to know a girl that had been out with a Serge. This is even worse. This wasn't even there. She'd, she'd been out with Sergio from Kasabian and then I was going out of her and she told me about Sergio and I, and I, and I used to always be and then I'd think, oh, why am I doing that song? And I'd think, oh yeah, it's because she used to go out with him. She'd go, could you not do that, please? I'd go, Oh what? God, she noticed it. Yeah, she did oh, notice it. So it was embarrassing. Mate. So maybe that chuckle chuckle vision kid was just couldn't help it. It was just a sort of an, an inward response that he had an impulse that he had no control over. So the court had previously heard that the boy had been singing or humming the theme tune to chuckle vision during a sewing lesson at the comprehensive school. God, what a thankless task. As a person who went mm. to a comprehensive school, and, a, and they didn't teach you how to talk, but I'm God. from a headsive. <laughs> I'm from a headsive, but I sew real good. <laughs> I just sew. <laughs> my tongue to my nose <laughs> uh, a comprehensive school in Torfane I don't know what that means where Mr it's a place, place office <laughs> Torfane eh <laughs> where Mr Barrett was on a three day placement he's not even a proper teacher he's turned up and started knocking the kids about although he's been proved that he hasn't done that so, so he, he didn't he's wrong. not done anything wrong and I'm sorry if I suggested for a moment that he did by saying that he but did you think but I take it back and apologize that's a supply teacher because he can't stay in one place too he long can't. until someone goes hang on a minute hang on a you minute you know that Ch -ch 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 Vision, so he has to literally stow it off. 
There's a voice keeps on calling me on the road. That's where I'll always be. I've got a chuckle off out of it. Yeah, Mr. Barrett was alleged to have asked the boy to stop singing before hitting him four times to the back and grabbing him by the shirt. Hey, you've got me by my shirt. Get off it. He wasn't wearing the shirt at the time. It was drying on a windowsill. Hey, leave that shirt alone. Oi, chuckle. Leave my shirt alone. Four times. Four times. That seems that it's not excessive because it's been legally proven. However, Mr. Barrett maintained that he had patted the boy in a friendly and gentle way. Hey, hey, you. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Love the chuckle stuff. Great work with the chuckle stuff, because I see now that I do look a bit like old Chucky Pooth, but would you mind being a little bit quiet? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, However, yeah, right. He he told the jury that he'd spoken quietly, put his hand on the boy's shoulder and his chair to try and place it on the floor because he'd been tilting back on it. Who didn't do that at school, right, kids? Because you have to have a little tilt at school. Careful, you'll fall over! Careful, you'll fall over! But no one ever actually did. Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. Mr. Barrett had also denied being angered by the chuckle brother jibe. Chuckle brother jibe. That's a really embarrassing thing in court. To go, no, oh, no, mate. Oh, no, no, I love it. What's that, mate? No, I love it. Chuckle brother jibe. Oh, I loved it. Is jibe that what we're here for? Oh, that little thing. Oh, come on. Oh, blimey. Now I've forgotten. Yeah, I suppose I do look a bit chucka chucka, don't I? But the jibe didn't bother me. Explaining that other children had previously made the same comparison, but he would diffuse the situation with humour, often tripping over a ladder. <laughs> and banging his head on his brother's ass. <laughs> hey, you might think I look like him. Watchy how I live in me life. And off he went. He told the court, I did have a large moustache at the time, and there's a photo of him. He shaved it off. So he obviously was a bit browned off about it, because why ain't he still got his moustache? That's odd. I did have a large moustache at the time. I expect to, I expect to somebody of limited intelligence, I would like, look like Barry from Chuckle Vision. What, well, he said having of a, limited intelligence? He did. He's having a dig now, the lad. He was trying his best to do some sewing. So hang on, he said, I don't mind at all, but uh, anyone yeah. who does say it is an idiot. Yeah, I don't mind it if thickos think I look like Barry Chuckle with my exact head of Barry Chuckle. There's a picture of him here. I've never seen someone look so much like Barry Chuckle. Well, so hang on, he, he must have Chuckle shaved himself. off his tash. because Yes, thought... look, there he is, Matt, and you can have yeah. a look on the BBC website. Uh, it's on there somewhere, on the news bit, Thursday the 19th, so it's only on there if, I don't know, you'd find something like that, but I don't know, you're all experts on emails, aren't you, you kids? You'll find it. Search Chuckle <laughs> Look vision, at him. He does Look like Chuckle Vision, bloke, Let's without a, a moustache. He shaved his moustache off. Don't he, Matthew? Right, there he is there, without his moustache. He doesn't, really. No, he does. Come on, it's better That's mis- That's Chuckle at the bottom, you idiot. <laughs> Chuckle himself. And oddly, he's got a little mate who looks like the other one. <laughs> These two should be split up, because the jibes will never stop at this rate. So why did he shave his moustache off? Sewing? Yeah, he don't get Barry Chuckle in to do sewing. He'll sew his own hands up, won't he? And then his brother will come in, break a sewing machine. It's going to be bonkers. It's a silly way to run a textiles class. Speaking after the case, Mr. Barrett said he was very pleased the ordeal was over, adding, I'm walking out the door with my com- clean character completely intact, but my dirty ones spilled all over the stairs. He didn't say that last bit. Mr. Barrett, who was not taught since the incident last July, was unsure when he returned to teaching, but said he hoped to give it another go. Thank you for sending us that, Mark Watson. It's jolly funny. Chuckle That's br- very odd, isn't it? I don't yeah. understand. Because his one argument was, I do look like him and I don't mind. Yeah. Then what, if I was yeah. to judge, go, well, where's you your You could drive a bus through that, mate. 
Where's the tash? Oh, no, I don't mind people say it all the time. Right, hold on. Well, I want this case reopened. One, yeah, exactly, Matthew. One hand is going, yeah, I don't mind it happens all the time. The other hand is going, well, I suppose if you're thick as pig poop, I do <laughs> look like Barry Chuckle. Why have you shaved your moustache off? I don't know why I've done it. Don't judge me, though. I will judge you. I'm a judge. Oh, whoops. My brother shaved that off in the night <laughs> as part of a show we're making. <laughs> it was an accident, actually. He was trying to trim my nasal hair. He shaved off my entire moustache. <laughs> Ridiculous, really. Okay, the show is nearly over. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's about that time. It's, in fact, exactly that time where we get the poet laureate of our show. Some say the best poet in the whole damn country. Mr. G to summarise the show. Well, me and Matt create atmosphere just without cleavage. Woo! Go on, all right, all right, all right. This poem is called Everything. I'm the mics in the studio, I absorb the madness. I take in the thoughts and ponderings to transmit all the gladness, such as escaping the land of fairies by the skin of our teeth, obtaining the ancient rhino horn to fight the spirit of parking schemes. It hardly seems feasible that Brown and Brand could ever meet for a little piece of face time to push the envelope out into the street. I'm the switches being flipped, the music being played, the crazy links to the newsy poos, the tunes that make your day. Who's to say the Bugsy Malone won't ever lead the way as the anthem of the revolution or to Noel's Love Egg Parade? Matt's still tunneling away on his phone playing the snake game. Russell sold it with a rock and roll bit to control it and make it more insane. I'm the pad on which G writes, the poem left to recite, concluding a night of chuckling delights. I'm the last breath on the mic. I am everything. Woohoo! Everything! Look at that! It was about the unity, the divinity that divides and no unites all of us. G, you big boaster! You're not everything, are you? You're worse than that <laughs> Barry Chuckle bloke that teaches me how to do stitches. So, okay, well done, Mr. G. Another fantastic poem that you will enjoy if you've listened to the whole show. Thanks for all of your emails. Apologies to those that I didn't get around to reading out. It's just because my eyes won't go quickly enough. Uh, if we offended you in any way, sorry about that. Didn't mean to. Can't imagine how we'd have done it. It's been a bloody brilliant show, ain't it? Oh, we're going to have to throw to that newsy poos lady in a minute. Mm. Looking forward to that because I noticed a little bit of chemistry between her and me. Mr. G ain't the only one you see who could do poetry. Cause when it comes to newsy poos, I would like to get that flu. Still for what for? Yeah, over the news desk. Yeah, yeah. Russell, please. Sorry, what I just said then was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, what? What do you mean? Flues. Yeah, floozy, you know. What's name? <laughs> I didn't mean like she's a professional prostitute. She's a newsreader, for heaven's sake, and a damn fine one. And it could be interesting, because she can hear this now, and in a minute she's got to read the news. It's brilliant. I like that fact about the old life. Thank you, Noel Gallagher, for your lovely contributions. Thank you, Sarah McDonald, for making sure that Noel was wearing some lovely, lovely little special eggy wags in his back pocket, keeping vibrant, know what I mean? And you know you lot. I love you very much. You know that, don't you? It's a sincere and genuine love, a kind of a unity, a divinity. Like in everything, like G said, I'm touching my nipples while I'm saying that. Yes, thanks for pointing that out, Mr G. Remember to do that thing, www.number-10.gov.uk. Hound our government. And hound Endemar about my tunnel show. Hound them about his tunnel show. Oh, that's going to happen anyway, because like, we've just we don't need to hound them. Matt said that point at the end, like Enoch Powell. Hound Endemol. We've just had head of factual programming saying she will. She come. was just. Hound her. We she might. Was joking. She wasn't joking. She was up for it. It's like hound. Hmm. There's no one to hound. I think we'll just go in and get that tunnel show. I think we should make a pilot. All right then. Let's make a pilot. If you want to hound anyone, hound. Uh, perhaps say send things to the BBC, right? But without mentioning, say, oh, as a young person, I don't know nothing about tunnels. I don't know if I like <laughs> to. And why not get some new talent to present a tunnel show? Say that. Just do loads of them, but do it all anonymously so it confuses people. Right. Yes, yeah, so that's a good plan. So hound brownie. Hound people about tunnel programs. BBC 
fours where we were aiming it first, so hand them. Thank you, everyone. Keep sending us your emails. Tell us stuff you want us to do on the show. We'll do it. It's your show. We only make it so you can listen to it. We're doing the ice cream thing in September. Fleets of ice cream vans will tour the globe, and we'll all be free, free in a glorious revolution, which I know sounds daft at this stage, but we're building its intellectual weight week after week after week. I love you people in a genuine and real way. Russell, Russell. What, mate? We went off air about a minute ago. What? We're not on the radio anymore? Yes, we are. Oh, good. Oh, oh thank God for that. Christ, where's my taxi? <laughs> right, OK, so it's time now for that delicious newscaster. We had her on our show a little bit earlier. What's her name again, Matthew? Susan. Susan Newsy Poosie. Ray. Susan Ray. Susan Ray. Ray what do you Sunshine. say? The next voice you hear will be the sexy voice of Susan stop Ray. Stop rubbing doing a, yourself. I will not stop rubbing myself till I've got all that news down my brain throat. Right here, everyone. <laughs> time mad. now for a little bit of news. Stay with us. This is your show. Fight the power. It's, uh, it's 88 to 91 FM. This is Radio 2 from the BBC. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs>